Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And welcome for today's Women Around the World. We wanted to highlight the works of Ugandan human rights and trans activist Cleopatra Kambugu Kantaro. And just to go ahead and put this in here, content warning that we're not going to explicit details, but of course, when we talk about uh, trans activists in anti-LGBTQ areas, there's going to be a little bit of mention of violence and or um, just a lot of adversity for uh, that community. So, you know, if you're like, eh, let's not hear negative, but it's not negative, but you know, put it out there. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, she was raised with her 14 siblings, assigned as a boy at birth, but she knew she was different from a young age. Uh, trying to figure out what that was or meant was a little bit difficult as the word transgender does not exist within the Ugandan language. And for her to understand what that was, it wasn't an option, especially when uh, seeing representations of the LGBTQ plus community uh, within her country was often very harmful uh, and mixed up with like the harmful stereotypes or in just really harmful and negative narratives. So it's a little difficult to try to figure out your own identity when you can't understand what's out there. Right. Um, and it wasn't until the age of 23 that she was able to connect with the LGBTQ plus community. And during school, she was able to learn and research about gender identity and look into non-binary concepts around the world. She received her bachelor's in agriculture and went on to get her master's in molecular biology and biotechnology from the Makere University College. In 2015, Kintaro was able to undergo hormone therapy and surgery. Kintaro has talked about her past experiences of hoping to be able to pass without having to go through the humiliation and even violence if she was questioned. Um, she talked about how she was told to prove her gender by taking off her clothes and the shame of hiding or trying to just get by. Right. And Kintaro is no stranger in speaking out to uh, advocate for her community. She's been outspoken about her experience growing up in a country that was oftentimes dangerous and violent uh, to the LGBTQ plus community. When she was outed by a tabloid, a very famous tabloid in uh, Uganda, she had to escape to Kenya in fear for her safety after the 2013 Uganda Anti-Homosexuality Act. Uh, had passed, which some actually had called the bill the Kill the Gays Act due to it proposing the death penalty as a possible sentencing. Uh, But it was amended later to just life in prison. So that's better, right? Uh, I mean, better. Still not great. Not, Um, no. (laughs) No. But that didn't stop Kintaro. She was the subject of the award-winning documentary Pearl of Africa, which premiered in 2016 Hot Docs Canadian International Documentary Film Festival. From the site um, pearlofafrica.tv, quote, In a feature-length documentary, we embark on a life-affirming journey with Cleo, a 27-year-old scholar, a transgender woman, a daughter, a sibling, an activist, a Ugandan, and an African, who through her multiple identities seeks to shine light on the underlying current of her gender identity. And it goes on in its description, Follow Cleo, she challenges a system that has for long viewed gender as a binary and has condemned and abused any aberrance. Watch her deconstruct, reconstruct, and reset the conversation on gender through her own life experiences, her quest to questioning gender as a social construct, socially determined, or simply nature. 
And though the initial Ugandan law that we just talked about has been annulled, thanks in part to her work with the Uhai Ishri, an organization that provides a funding for sexual and gender minorities based in East Africa, which she joined after leaving Uganda, uh, she was able to help, quote, facilitate the success of a grant transfer of $200,000 to a movement to fight against the law. Um, and yeah, she was able to help annul that, which was fantastic. But the, a similar bill was brought back, and there is something that still exists about same-sex relationships, but not as, I guess, I will say harsh uh, as the previous one. But there was some more uh, harsh uh, amendments to the law that had been passed by, I guess, the uh, governmental parliament, but the president would not sign off on it. So that's the good news. But uh, Kantaro continues to fight for her community. She was able to obtain a new passport that showed her identity as a woman, which was a pretty big deal. Uh, she talked about how she went through the process to get the change uh, through the what is called the Registration of Persons Act, and uh, it is quoted as being a law that allows the change of gender marker on identification documents. A person must have signed permission from both parents and the Ministry of Gender, Labor, and Social Development. Um, and to her surprise, she was able to actually get that done pretty easily because she did have her parents were not opposed to this. So I don't think they were super necessarily supportive because they were all in danger and it made them fear for their lives, but they weren't going against her either. And this year, she became one of the first transgender women to be able to obtain a government ID that listed her preferred name and gender marker. Kintaro said during an interview, my ID says that I am also here. This is not just my win, it's also the community's win. And there's a lot of debate in Uganda when it comes to the language and acceptance of trans people, as yes, the term does not exist, although the term intersex does. And some, though they do celebrate with Kentaro, worry as the government may be more resistant in moving towards a more progressive stance concerning the LGBTQ plus community and may limit even more rights or may go through backlash from the government as it becomes more public. Right. So there's several people who uh, they do think may have gotten this ID, but they haven't announced it because they're afraid of backlash and not want to bring too much attention. But Kentaro remains hopeful that her actions will open up more conversations and dialogue. And she isn't stopping with just her receiving her ID, but working to change the census to have the country acknowledge her and other trans individuals. By 2023, she's really hoping that she can open it up. And she has the experience and understanding and moving forward to bring about this conversation and change. Her work as the Director of Programs for the East African Sexual Health and Rights Initiatives, Uha Ishri, and being on the Activist Advisory Board for the Australia Lesbian Foundation, as well as her work as a Program Officer with the Trans Support Initiative of Uganda, or TSIU, and an organization that fights for social justice for transgender, intersex, and gender non-conforming citizens um, and are a testament of her tireless efforts to seek rights for all the people of Uganda. Yeah, it's such, such important work and unfortunately often dangerous work. Right. But so, so happy to hear that um, she's fighting to make make it a more inclusive space um, in, in Uganda. As always, so inspirational. Um, <laughs> and if 
there is someone you feel that we should discuss in this segment or, you know, any any segment at all, really. We're always happy to hear from you. You can email us at stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at stuff I've never told you. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I've Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.